This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Tweet here. I don't, I don't think it was from the same guy that just called. He was like, hey, I don't hear you talk much NHL. And I was like, ah. So I don't know if it's the same guy, um, but he tweets me, Banshee212. It really sucks that the NFL season is over when I turn on the radio and have to listen to you still talk about the National Ballerina Association's All-Star Game three days later. Now it's two, but the NBA sucks. They had to have an in-season tournament to prop up interest. NHL is better. I got to be honest. I have not heard National Ballerina Association before. So I, you, you find out something new every day. And it's technically the start of a new day. So I got I got today covered already, uh, at least where I sit. 855-212-4227, 855-2124-CBS. That's what the people want to talk about. That's what the people want to talk about. I talked about it a little bit earlier tonight. Uh, bobbed and weaved through some different topics. I think the big thing today that I learned was not only did Larry Bird step in there, but Julius Irving went into a locker room, Andre Iguodala, and they try to tell these guys, we need to make it more competitive. And at that point, I, I don't know what player then took that seriously. And it could be more competitive, sure, whatever, fine. I do believe the NBA gets to a USA versus the world format. I'd love to say if any league could do it, it'd be the NBA, but I feel like um, a lot of these leagues could do it. I know uh, soccer has done it, Major League Soccer. Now they invite a team from Europe to play against them. Last year, I think Arsenal came in and destroyed like the MLS All-Stars. Uh, Damn I straight. I say... What? You're uh, an Arsenal guy? I'm, I'm an Arsenal fan, so yeah. Did you watch that game? I did watch that game, yeah. We we won like 5-0, I think it was. Was it, was it satisfactory in any way? N- not really. Uh, I mean, like, it's fun. Uh, I did go to, because they were here in, in the States for preseason, so I went to one of the games because they were at MetLife, and uh, it was against Manchester United, but we lost, so... Uh, that mm. that was tough because I was also in the section where it was just Man United fans because I surprised my cousin with those tickets and he's a United fan and I got in the United section. So uh, that was kind of rough. But <laughs> besides that, um, yeah, like MLS, you know, that was easy. Like I have a lot of problems with the league. Sure. And I love soccer, but I have a lot of problems with this league. But their all-star game, like at least, I mean, credit them, they bring in you know, a couple of years they were playing the Mexican League. They're, they're all-stars. Uh, this year, I'm not sure. They haven't announced that yet. But Arsenal's come over a couple of times. Uh, Bayern Munich's come over. Chelsea, Man U. 
um, Celtic. So they've 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 had teams from all over come in. Yeah, um, I, I don't. Uh, I'm gonna check right now. Actually, like what the next? I don't know if they've announced it yet. They haven't announced. Okay. It yet. Um, no. but yeah, I remember, uh, the, the first one I remember was, again, it was, I think it was at the old Red Bull Stadium, actually. It was 2011, I want to say, and Man United came. And that was, uh, that was when, like, Tim Cahill was in the MLS, and, yeah, you know, I think, I think Beckham was still there. So, like, I, it, it's, the, the league, yeah, it ha- it has a lot of problems. Messi will help, obviously, but... Um, you know the the whole not, and it won't go forward until they get rid of uh the playoffs. In my opinion, I think you have to go to promotion relegation. So, Alex, I'm not going to um continue this conversation just because. Oh, as this, long as we got even a minute, and I'm happy. Well, no, I if you get me started on MLS, this is the this is the end of the show. Right? <laughs> like I, I will I will talk about it till the end of the show. I so. <laughs> Because I hate what they're doing with the U.S. Open Cup. And yes, the Apple yes. thing is, like, working, but it's not. They just, they they can't, they're, they're a pyramid scheme. That's all, that's, the only way they're getting money right now is by making people pay to come into the league. There they needs to be an open system. Don't get me started. Don't, don't get me started. Oh, no, I'm with you there. Don't get me started. I could do, gosh, I just... I try to love it. I have loved it. I've hated it. I've loved it. I've hated it. I've no no other no other league I've had a love hate with. But I brought them up because they did at one time do uh, MLS versus the world. They did that all the way back in their third season. USA versus the world. The NHL did world versus North America a few times. Uh, then they went to East West again. Then they went to the fantasy draft thing. Um, I got to be honest. I don't understand how theirs works. Well, they have like a four-team tournament. I'm not interested in that. I don't want to see that. There's been suggestions because that's what they do on Friday night in the NBA. They do like four teams with the rookies and the sophomores. I don't want to see a four-team tournament. I just want to see a game. That's all that I want to see. Um, But we'll see. Uh, baseball could do if they wanted at some point. Uh, NFL could never do. I mean, there, there's a reason that when they go to when football's coming to the Olympics, it's going to be flag football because I don't even know who would make up the uh, the world team. It'd be like 16 punters from Australia or somewhere, so that wouldn't work. But I th- I think Adam Silver and this will be he'll talk about wanting to grow the game and. All this stuff. I think they'll do an NBA versus the world thing, but you still got to get people to commit. And two of the two of the guys that would be on the world team are Luca and Jokic, the two guys that tried the least. Like they, you couldn't try less. I did like the play where they went down the court without dribbling and just kind of handball tossed it to each other. But you couldn't try less if you were uh, those guys. Uh, Bob is in Michigan. Let's talk to Bob eight five five two one two four two two seven. Hey, Bob. Hey, thanks for getting my call. Hey, I wanted to talk about the the old NFL Pro Bowl. Um, now, I like that. Last night, you said, I think it was a slip of the tongue, you said something about a, but you people complained, it was the sports people complained. It used to be they'd send them all to Hawaii for a week, and they'd make a, 
that have the golf tournament, that have the canoe race with 30 people in the boat, the volleyball. And it wasn't such fake football as the sports writers made out. They just limited the blitzing. And you had the, the greatest receivers and the greatest quarterbacks matched up together because they're on the same team. And people like Blendikoff, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss with, with a, the same type of quarterbacks. And I remember one year Steve Tasker was MVP on the special teams unit. And the reason he was was great. You know, uh, you'd had to see the game. And they said that no one took it seriously. But after one game, there was a big fight in the tunnel. And I, I wish I, weren't, I knew more details on that, what they were all fighting about. But, uh, I'll tell you, Bob, from my uh, standpoint, so I feel like I do the All-Star Game topic every year, three times a year. Mm-hmm. It's the Pro Bowl, it's the NBA one, and then it's the uh, MLB All-Star Game. And I am I am such a lover of the All-Star Games. And so I think when I say uh, you people complained it away, I've taken many calls over the years on the Pro Bowl. And I do think that, yes, the sports writers – get at the top of it, and there seems to be right now, and this is what I'm worried about, there seems to be a more coordinated effort from some of these sports writers talking about how the All-Star game died, and I don't know if that's either to get it out of the way so that they don't have to go cover it, or if Adam Silver is on this directive or everybody, like, hey, scratch my back and, and do me a favor. As bad as some people think last night was, or Sunday night was, I'd rather have that than nothing, just like I'd rather have the old bad Pro Bowl than the dumb thing we have now. Yeah, and you wonder if they're doing it out of laziness that way or because that's their storyline of the day. Got to have a storyline. Don't talk about on the court or on the field, you know, and just babble about something. But, um, um, yeah, those are the good old days. I remember Barry Switzer sitting on the bench in front of the, the Mr. Fan, you know, eating hot dogs and everybody had a good time out in Once Hawaii. Once they took but, it out of Hawaii, Bob, it was over. It was no good in Orlando. It was stupid. Yep. And flag football, I hate flag football. You ever played it? If it's flag football, why does someone just wipe you out? You're not ready for it. Bob, I told this story a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to tell it again. Um, when I played in sixth grade, we played in flag football, and I had never scored a touchdown all year. And I lined up at tight end, and I had a nice little route, and I was wide open, and I ran into the end zone. But as I was running, some guy that was going to go tackle me stopped, and apparently some jerk on the defensive line just to pick on me took my flag off at the at the line, and so the ref didn't count it for a touchdown. <laughs> I love football. I love football so much. I hate flag football. It's so stupid. Guy, I hate it. I hate it. The guy was a pickpocket. <laughs> Yeah, what a jerk. I still remember his jerk face to this day. (laughs) That's a good one. All right, thanks for getting me on. See ya. Thanks for riling me up, Bob. Oh, that was such a horrific moment. Flag football, it's so dumb. Flag football is dumb. It's dumb. And now it's in the Olympics, and now the NFL is all like, because. Someday, I mean, I'm telling you, if someday we get the NFL to be flag football, oh, God. I don't need guys, you know, concussing each other, but flag football is just dumb. It's dumb. It is a dumb thing. All right, Kevin's in Boston. What's up, Kevin? 
Boy, brother. Hey. So, um, before you hit the red button and hang up on me, I, I, I call all the time. And, How do you know Barry's, it's red? How do you know my button's red? I don't know. Whatever color your button is. That's, well, that's red. That's it's Shep's. very deep red. I know. Like it, was Shep's, it was Shep's birthday yesterday. So, anyway, I'm not going to tell call about Youngstown, Ohio, bowling, which that's a sport, last I checked. And I wanted to talk about soccer, but you want to talk about flag football. I think flag football is phenomenal. I hate it. Okay. Well, I I was the one that pulled the flag off of your. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Wisconsin. I like cheese. Oh, no, stop it! Like, no, no, no. So, so the NHL. Let's talk about this. A Boston guy doing a Wisconsin accent. That is. I something. know. Well, there's a girl that works on sports radio in this town on this station. A couple of years ago, I don't know what happened to her. She's from Wisconsin, and it's she tra- has. Trenny. Is it Trenny? Is it, it Trenny? Yeah, Trini I, I think it's Trenny. She's got the best Wisconsin, and and uh, and I'm like, oh my god, I love that accent. It's my favorite accent in the, She's the world. Best. Yeah. Oh my, no, not just her, but anybody from Wisconsin. So anyway, um, you're pretty close <laughs> to Canada. I'm, I wasn't a geography major in, in college, but uh, you should know there's a lot of Canadians up there, and there's a lot of hockey in Wisconsin and Minnesota, like the whole region around you. So I think the NHL, that's in your future. I think you're going to be the king of NHL in a couple of few years. The king so of anyway, NHL. I think the, the thing that yeah. hurts me is I never had a team here. And then everyone says, oh, you know, root for Chicago because Chicago's pretty close. And my, yeah, but my they, in-laws are but, all Blackhawks fans, but I can't root for something Chicago. No. With all due respect but, to everybody in uh, Chicagoland. I but understand you know, that, I but... It. But there's a lot of junior hockey. I mean, my my nephew played in Minnesota. He he played a lot in Wisconsin. Well, hey, I will shout out the Milwaukee Admirals of the AHL have won 17 games in a row. So I'll shout them oh out tonight. God, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So as far as the World Cup, it's coming here to the United States. And I don't mean to sound like an arrogant American, but not next year, but the year after. And when I was here in 94, my brother Brian graduated from high school. It was it, it was it soccer went through the roof, okay. And just so you know, this is a Wisconsin thing and a C- Canadian thing. Soccer is the same thing as hockey, okay. There's two goalies. You start in the center of the field. You go back and forth. One's played on grass with a ball, and one's played on the ice with a puck. It's the same. If 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 you get into a fight, you you get a red card. You get a yellow card. If you know, then you go to the sin bin, which is called the penalty box. And uh, tripping, whatever. So, well, basketball's like that sport. too. Oh God! I mean, every I'll, sport I'll, is kind of the same. You go back and you forth, gonna, are you, score. Are, are you going to talk about what happened when I think it was three hundred to like two fifty this weekend? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I could have scored fifty points, which would have been <laughs> awesome. And I'm, I'm I'm five foot nine, so. <laughs> well, you would have been towering I'm, over Trey Young, so that would have been fine. Well, I'm, I'm definitely no. If Bugsy Mo, Modes or Spud Webb started dribbling in front of me, my my head would t- turn around. So, so anyway, before we go, and we talked about soccer and hockey and flag football, which is the greatest thing in the world. I just want to talk about one thing seriously for you, and and this is not a serious program because it's a sports program. But my mother is um, probably on her last couple of days. So I want everybody to just say her name is Margaret. She used to be a nun down in San Antonio, Texas, when she came out from Ireland. And uh, I just hopefully I'll see her in the morning. 
But, um, you know, who knows? Maybe she'll make it to the Northeastern uh, Red Sox game pregame or uh, whatever, the preseason on Friday. But we'll, we'll see what happens. So, so if you say a prayer, yeah. Well, Kevin, thanks for sharing. Uh, very sorry to hear that. Um, that's tough, man. That That's tough. And, and Kevin hung up, but that is tough. Um, my parents are both still alive. Uh, you think about that sometimes and then, and then the day comes, uh, I think I, I would, I would just tell Kevin the opportunity that, you know, you get to say goodbye is something that a lot of people don't get to do. Um, and even though it's not going to be easy after that or ever again, uh, I would take some sort of comfort in that. So Margaret, I believe he said, uh, we will think of her and we will take a quick time out and come back with. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio. My name is Bart Winkler, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. I'm just trying to look this up also. I think that Boston is closer to Canada than Milwaukee is. Now, nah, maybe not. Maybe that that's uh, Ottawa. Maybe, mm, yeah, maybe that way by Detroit. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm like basically up the street from Chicago. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that close to Canada. Just uh, checking some geography during the break. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Could go Detroit's way. Sean's in Washington. What's up, Sean? Hey, Bart. Thanks for taking the call, man. How you doing? Good. What's up? All right. So I'm going to try and be brief with this, but I, you know, I was I came I was calling about my last call, which was my first call, which was regarding Lions before they lost. Um, but there's a couple of quick points to the, before I get to that. If that's acceptable. You, I'd be really brief on that. Um, first of all, thoughts and prayers to Kevin and, and Margaret. Second of all, um, your take on the uh, All Star game. I I, I think. Because it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter to anybody on the, on the court. 
And the only thing that I can think of, I mean, maybe not like a versus everybody thing because no one wants to be humiliated in our all-star game. I think your record, your record gets you into the playoffs, but East wins or West wins, that side gets home field for, I mean, home court through the, uh, the playoffs. Yeah, I don't want to do any of that, though, because it's an exhibition game. I know. It's a lot, right? And then and with I the understand, Pro Bowl. I, like, also, there's like three or four days after, where, so we are talking about it. But it gets the amount of uh, discussion it gets for something that really doesn't matter is very <laughs> imbalanced. I mean, it does not matter yeah. if that game is yeah. good or bad or entertaining or not. But if it's bad and people aren't happy about it, the like a lot of people, I just feel like, especially some of these people that are uh, in positions of, you know, they've they've got a lot of following, they've got an audience. It's like they're 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 taking it so personal that the game wasn't that good. Who cares? Yeah, I get that. I get that. But, you know, some people really get hyped up for it and, and hope with All-Stars it's going to be a better competitive space. Yeah, it's not really that space, you know. And then regarding the Pro Bowl, listen, you know, this it was always kind of an offensive fiesta, and I was always a guy who loved the defensive side of the ball. And in the Pro Bowl, you can't go Ray Lewis on pro, in the Pro Bowl. You, you can't, you're not going to get football the way that I like football. Right. Um, so I think that's part of it, you know. So those are my three takes on, you know, that. But the reason I was calling was because, like, I keep – my prevailing thought is about my Lions losing to San Francisco. And I gave you the take. I thought Jameer Gibbs was one of the best. Um, what did he do with fumble the ball? But it turns out, man, that I keep thinking about Dennis Green, and they are who we thought they were. We just gave the game away, man. It's killing me. Um, but the stats were there. Our quarterback outperformed their quarterback. Our running back was on par with their, their running back, best running back in the league, Christian McCaffrey. You know, props to him. And then Sam Laporta outperformed uh, uh, Debo. I mean, it, it just boiled down to this team decided not to. to they were had a lead, didn't work the clock, and took one too many risks and gave the game away. It's driving Do you insane. feel this, Sean? Do you feel this? Um, and I, I don't feel it because I'm a Packer fan, as I've said. I don't feel it as much this year because there wasn't a lot of expectation. But there's been a lot of years where the Packers have lost a playoff game in a similar way where I thought they were going to the Super Bowl and then it – kind of unraveled and it sticks with me for weeks later and there's times during those weeks where I feel like somehow I could have done something better <laughs> like I could have helped if like I feel like I did wrong have you felt that at all because it's weird no no because listen it's, right. it's house money man I'm, I'm 50 years old almost and my whole my whole life these guys have made the daggum playoffs appropriately and, and done anything worth a dog on it I won six teams in there too. So getting the twelve and five is one thing. It's just having you know having a coach that did not have the wherewithal to, to see that okay we're up well enough let's play the clock let's run the ball they were they were dominating the running game they could have won this game without getting cute and they did and that's that's what hurts. So that's all. Well, that's what I got uh, again, for. I'm going to tell you it's gonna it's gonna hurt for a while. So good luck. <laughs> Thanks, Bart. Much love to you, man. And Chuck, be well. Yeah, it's going to be a long off season for you, Sean. A long off season, uh, and my condolences there. Beck is in Florida. Beck, yo, what's hey. up? Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? I'm I'm sorry. I don't. Uh, if I sound like I'm in a hurricane, I don't know how that happened the other uh, the second time I was on your show, or whatever. But hopefully, I'm coming in a little bit better this time. So. You sound exactly as they intended for you to sound when they invented the telephone. Oh, okay. So, so no hurricanes. Um, shout no out hurricanes. to Alex on the ones and twos, and I guess the soccer talk. I mean, now you're you're saying that you're in the soccer too, man. You're 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 getting me even more and more. 
Um, that again, I don't want to mention that because the season's going to be starting. We got Messi here, down here in Miami, and uh, I guess I'll get your thoughts uh, here next week because we're in this dead time of uh, sports um, in the future and flag football and all this. But the the go back to our conversation on Friday or whatever. Um, uh, and then, of course, leading into the weekend with this all-star talk that's been dominating the radio waves, what was your thoughts on the 500? So the 500, I did enjoy. Uh, I watched it. Obviously, it got postponed till Monday. Um, I think it's very interesting with these races. Like, I always, like, you're in first place for a while, and then you pit, and then you're, like, in 30th. But then you come back, and you're, like, in second. And really, it's not just, F1. It's because it's not F1. <laughs> right. So it's just like these guys just drive around for 250 laps and just hope to not crash and see who, like, does the best math about when they need gas and when they need tires. It's, it is captivating in that way. But I always feel like, because I, 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 you don't like the winner's always just like, oh, that guy won. It's never like, oh, this guy's winning. It's like, because you could be winning and then all of a sudden not. That part's a little weird. Are you a gambling guy? Yeah. Now, certain tracks is like F1 where like, hey, if you're in the pole, you probably will win the race. But uh, obviously the Daytonas, the Talladegas, when anything is possible, you can be the best car. Don't ever bet on the best car (laughs) because there's so much that could happen. And I took 55 to 1 odds on LaJoy. I took 30. It took a bunch of, you know, a couple things. Uh, uh, Bowman, 33 to 1. They finished second and fourth. So that sucks when you're that close. Oh, you didn't have the winner? You didn't have Byron? Um, no, I mean, I was rooting for him, but I knew he has the good, he runs good on the plate tracks, but again, like, you know, um, you just can't take that. Denny Hamlin was the favorite. He runs good on tracks, but again, anything can happen. Joe Lugano was the strongest car and he gets knocked out. Thank goodness. Cause I can't stand him and Kyle well, Busch and all those people. Going. I had a, I did a fantasy lineup on one of the sites. I had Logano and I had Blaney. And they were both doing real well at the end. And then that crash took them out. Well, that's how it goes. That's why in those races, you know, especially with the money, because, I, you know, I always look at the value. You know, do a parlay yeah. a dollar to win $500 or a dollar, you know, whatever way, else, um, instead of taking a dollar to win $4, because anything can happen. It's not worth that risk or whatever. Um but with that, and then speaking out, Hendrick went, went one and two, and Hendrick normally goes one and two with the pole and doesn't finish one and two, and they didn't get the pole. Toyotas and stuff got the pole, and then they actually finished one and two, and it got Hendrick tying the record 24 in victory lane without Jeff Gordon in the year 24 on the 40th anniversary of the date. There, You can't make this up. I mean, you know, that, that, that was pretty um, – crazy as well and being delayed a day because if it ran on sunday it wouldn't have been officially on the same day but the the fact is back into the all-star game and how nascar did their all-star things they branched off and started doing things with the crews and making a weekend out of it and doing the race and then um mixing it up like the first race is a qualifying and then we'll pull a card and things would change. And I started thinking, you know, they're always minding of how they can bring people in and NBA is just what it is and uh, how they want to do it. And, and, it, and it keeps going to the poop uh, through these years. 
but some of these ideas, a lot of these people have, you know, the three-on-three is a good idea, or, or maybe doing like the NFL now, like doing teams, like a fishing tournament, maybe even racing, you know, conglomerate NHL, NASCAR, you know, these teams that have the same kind of off time, and then have them all come together. Uh, how you divvy up the money, that's a different story, but to do different things, like, hey, you know, Steph Curry is good in golf, if we do a golf tournament, but then, you know, have these other people, you know, have certain things and you get points as a team, kind of what the NFL just kind of went to and everything. Yeah, and then kind of end the, it with the three on three or something, you know. The part that sucks about that is that, like, we just want to watch a game. And instead of getting a right. game, we're getting all these. We're getting like the last day of school where you do like some sort of fun Olympics or something. I mean, the best thing is don't watch it and go back and watch the old school games from when I, I don't know, I guess you're younger than me, but the old well, school all, games. Yeah, they're always all... available. You can always find them on YouTube. If you really want to see the days and games of yesteryear, you can go find them and watch them. Yes, sir. And um, um, again, thank you for everything. The same as three-point contest. You know, maybe have the bigs, like centers, like Bam out of Bayou, Nikolic, Embiid, like do a three-point contest. Do like a, a Spud Webb dunk contest. Like you got to be 6'5 or 6'6 six, six and under for the dunk contest. You know, just again, brainstorming and just the different kind of things. But again, everybody wants to, you know, see a game at some point, but have a team atmosphere where you can go into a weekend with different events. And just not a couple. So, yeah. Again, well, thanks we'll for everything. Thanks, I appreciate Beck. it. So, thanks for the call. That's back in Florida. Um, got a tweet here. I have a twist on the World versus USA All Star Game. First quarter, USA Vets versus World Vets. Second quarter, USA versus World Non Vets. Third quarter, USA versus World Without Threes. Fourth quarter with threes plus four point shots on the floor. See. They're, they're all fine ideas. I just don't think we need to come up with ideas. If these guys just would play 20% harder, it'd be fine. It, it really would. And now we're going to do something quirky. I think USA versus the world will work if they go to it. But I don't want to do anything dumber than that. You know, son, you're going to have Dan Cortez and Bill Bellamy. It's going to be rock and jock basketball, which was pretty cool. Actually, let's do that. You have hoop on top of a hoop. The eight-point shot, we could get we could get that done. I think. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227. I think this is going to do it. I think this will be John in Toronto has the honors. Uh, John, I think this is going to be our last call on the NBA All-Star Game for the year. Uh, what do you got? Oh, oh, thanks for taking the call. Uh, the only thing I got is I think they need to uh, have the women's, you know, participate more, and that'll get up uh, more interest uh, with the men and the women watching basketball, and maybe that'll move some of those uh, stars. I I, I don't want to pay uh, three hundred, four hundred bucks to go to a so-called game and watch them all laughing and sitting on the bench and uh, you know not trying i i can't i like those uh i was never an all-star but uh i played all sports and were it was uh good at it believe it or not and so i think maybe that might uh maybe embarrass them if they're up against uh the so-called weaker sex which they aren't uh i think it'd be good if you play like uh you know 
put him, mix him together. Go co-ed. Don't go men versus women, but go co-ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like that uh, shooting, you know, with Seth Curry there and uh, the lady, I forget her name, Sabrina, wasn't it? Yep, Sabrina. Anyway, um, and also, you didn't like flag football. I never played it, but <laughs> as a kid, high school, we played touch football. Do you remember that? Two-hand touch, touch, sure, yep. Yeah, you just touched the guy. Sometimes you touched him a little too hard, you know, so he ended up on the ground, <laughs> you know. So it, it wasn't really a sissy game, and we would play tackle football, no equipment. And all my buddies, except me, I worked after school, were on uh, high school football teams and wanted to know why I wasn't. I said, well, I had to work. Had to work? Yeah, yeah, I worked in a variety store. You know, you guys call them party stores over there, you know, after school every day. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess that's about it. I, like you said, uh, co-ed uh, sports. The guys will be able to, you know, be have, have their girlfriend or wife with them at the game and, you know, get bigger crowds and bigger interest. That's just what I think anyway, you know. Well, John, thanks for the call. I think, like, I've, I've heard just based he, here, but also consuming other and uh, content and just, you know, there's so many there's so many suggestions. Everybody's got a suggestion on what you could do to improve it. I, I don't think we need to do anything. I really don't. This is fine. If it's not for you, it's not for you. It's now what might be a problem is, and what where the NBA might look at this is they say, well, there's a group of fans that watch the NBA all the time, but then there's a group of fans that only really watch the big events. Like maybe they'll they'll watch the NBA Finals, and maybe they'll watch the All Star Game, and that's it. And if you're if you're just watching the NBA Finals and you're watching the All Star Game, you're like, what is this? This this is the NBA. This is what you guys think is basketball. So if you're just doing that, so maybe that's why there is a desire to make this more important because it does outdraw. Even though you know numbers are not what they used to be, it does still outdraw uh, a lot of the other games that are played during the season. So we'll see. I do think that's the prediction next year: USA versus the world. That'll be the change. They'll see if that works, and then they'll go from there. But, again, you got to have people try. It all comes down to having people try. Just because it says USA on your chest, and they've got, you know, anti or against the, you know, we're taking on the USA, that doesn't mean they're going to try any harder. But the switch back to west and east did not work, maybe, to their wishes. FanDuel came out with a way-too-early 2024 QB rankings. And I bring this up because I bring this up for where one guy is ranked. Now, they also projected some moves here. So I'll tell you where they projected some moves. The highest projected move is Caleb Williams to the Bears. They put him at number 12. They put Justin Fields on the Steelers at number 20. They put Drake May to the Commanders at 21. Jaden Daniels to the Patriots at 23. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. to the Broncos at 27. Russell Wilson to the Raiders at 28. And J.J. McCarthy to the Falcons at 31. So their top 10, here's here's FanDuel's top 10 quarterbacks for next season as follows. One, 
Uh, well, I mean, I don't even have to tell you who one is. One is maybe the greatest quarterback that we've seen, Patrick Mahomes. Number two is Josh Allen, three Lamar Jackson, four Joe Burrow. I think when you're doing a list like this, those are the four. Those are the top four. One is Mahomes, and then Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, whatever you prefer. I mean, really, it's up to you. When we did our rankings, Joe Burrow was second just because he's the only one that, besides Tom Brady, had beaten uh, Patrick Mahomes, and that was it. Uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, I mean, flip a coin. So that's pretty much a consensus. They go C.J. Stroud at five, Matt Stafford at six, Justin Herbert at seven, Jordan Love at eight, Dak Prescott at nine. Remember we were talking earlier, maybe you don't, I'll inform you about could he be a $60 million man? He's somebody that's up soon uh, for a new contract. Jalen Hurts at 10. So according to FanDuel, the top 10 went, and I don't know if this was for engagement. I don't think it was. This is a pretty, this is a pretty acceptable list because yeah, everybody's got their own list and you can say, well, why isn't Jared Goff higher or, why is it, you know, but this, I think this is a pretty acceptable list. Mahomes, Allen, Lamar, Burrow, Stroud, Stafford, Herbert, Love, Prescott, Hurts. That's fine. It's a fine list. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm bringing this up because there's a million of these lists, but I'm bringing it up for one reason, which I'm getting to. Trevor Lawrence at 11. I told you Caleb Williams at 12. Geno Smith at 13. Mm. Jared Goff at 14. Aaron Rodgers at 15. We'll see what he looks like. We have no idea. He went on a nice hike today, I saw. Uh, and Kirk Cousins at 16. That's the top half of the quarterbacks. Brock Purdy's at 17. So Brock, Brock Purdy is the one that is going to draw the engagement uh, on this, really, if you're looking for any engagement on uh, any sort of social media when it comes to list, just put Brock Purdy low, and you'll get people that are either quote tweeting it like I did, saying "looks pretty perfect to me," um, and then you'll get people saying "no, Purdy should be higher." I do think, and we've talked about him a lot throughout the Super Bowl run, and I'm not trying to, like, drop a big one here before I depart and Amy Lawrence takes over. So put the put the phone down for a second. We're not doing a whole Brock Purdy thing. I think one of the things, though, that I'm interested in for next year, perhaps we'll come up with a top 10 storyline list, is I'm really interested to see how Brock Purdy plays again. Because I thought that in the regular season, he was a pretty good quarterback. And the Niners were playing well, but he was playing well also. Everybody was playing on the same level. I don't think anybody was taking anybody down. I don't know that anybody was elevating anybody. Maybe McCaffrey because he would always score. But everybody seemed to be on equal footing with that offense. They went and played Philadelphia. They really wanted that game. Remember, they played them last year in the playoffs. And Brock Purdy got hurt. And then they lost. And. Debo had some comments thinking, oh, we would have beat him with with Purdy. And they played Philadelphia and got a win. And after that, there were some games where they didn't look like the 49ers anymore. 
almost as if that was their Super Bowl to prove that they could beat Philly and to do it with Purdy. We remember Christmas Day. There were some wins in there. Um, that Cardinals game, do you guys remember that Cardinals game? Maybe not. It was an afternoon game. But the Cardinals had them neck and neck in the first half, and then, all right, McCaffrey and those guys took over in the second. The playoffs were shaky. Each game was shaky. And then now we're left with questions about Kyle Shanahan, and here they are firing their defensive coordinator, who I do not think would have lost his job had they won the Super Bowl. So I understand that it didn't really work out, and it may not have been a good fit. And trust me, I saw many people in 49ers land saying, oh, if you question the move, you haven't watched Niners football. I understand that. But it does, it it, it comes off scapegoaty. It does. I mean, maybe it wasn't, but that's uh, what it comes off as. So I think it's an interesting list. Uh, The worst quarterback that's a starter is, uh, here's the bottom five. Russell Wilson at 29 is Derek Carr. Bryce Young is 30. I think he'll get better. J.J. McCarthy, they put to Atlanta at 31. We talked about him tonight. And Will Levis at 32. Uh, Baker Mayfield's at 24. Anthony Richardson's low at 22. But you can see this list. I interacted with it. Um, You can check out FanDuel or I'm at Bart Winkler's show if you want to send tweets throughout the night at any time. But, yeah, the, the top four you really cannot. I mean, you could debate, but what's the, like, Mahomes is one. And then if you're going to debate Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson, what's the, what's the point? It's like, you like your thing. I like mine. It's debating Pepsi versus Coke, even though I do like Coke better because Pepsi gives me a tummy ache. And I did just say tummy ache on all of these affiliates in the Odyssey app. All right. uh, Another fun night. Thank you for that. We'll be back tomorrow again at uh, 10 Eastern seven Pacific um, what are we going to talk about tomorrow? Justin Fields is on a podcast where he answers why he unfollowed the bears on Instagram. And other than that, as of right now, I haven't got the slightest clue what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Maybe some free agency stuff in the NFL. Maybe, maybe some, well, we'll, we'll we're done with the all-star game. We're done with that. I got no idea. So tune in and let's all find out together. Thanks to Alex's arm. Thanks to Emmanuel Barbari. Thanks to you, of course. Amy Lawrence up next. I'm Bart Winkler, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 